Hey guys, welcome to Podcast First Play, episode 20. We've gone and done it, we've made the big 2-0. The big 2. Oh, feels good. I love yeah. that, man. How are you, Dan? You I'm awesome. I'm so glad. I feel really good that we've made it this far. I feel like we've we've pushed new boundaries in the world of podcasts. I don't. No, I I, I would disagree with myself. <laughs> I'd call yeah, I think, yeah, I think that argument would fail under pressure pretty quickly. <laughs> In order to make up for our hideous um, misunderstanding, would you like some news? Yeah, go on, I'll have some bloody news. Would you also like a $500 NES? No. Well, there's one available if you would. <laughs> well, it's it's a perfect principle in the fact to say, like, you know, oh, instead of going out and spending, like, however much an NES these these days, I know that retro is sort of coming back, so people are going out and buying them, so it's sort of bumping the price up a bit. So I'd say... No more than sort of like 60, 70 quid maybe for an NES. But that technology and the actual console, the physical components of it, are like, what, like 30, 40 years old now? Something like that? 80s? So yeah, 30 years old? Yeah, give it a day. Um, yeah, but now you can buy a new console with new components that won't break, obviously, quite as easily um, or as quickly. But you can still play all your old NES games on it. So the concept of it, I think, is brilliant. But... That price tag is insane. Well, you're essentially paying. I mean, what if the cartridges the cartridges still break? I mean, we've all been there mm. back in the day where you sit and blow the cartridges. Absolutely, yeah. So, I mean, unless they're going to re-release the entire NES library on new cartridges, yeah. what would be the point? Because then you're basically just digging something up, polishing it off a little bit, and then parading it around like it's a brand new thing. But the thing is, though, when when it originally came out, uh, the NSS war in America it was one hundred ninety nine ninety nine, and it 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 came with two games, um, and you could buy a deluxe bundle as well, which is a little bit more. But say say two hundred dollars, so that's what one hundred and eighty pounds here. Uh, no, it'd be a bit less, about one hundred and sixty, one hundred and seventy. Oh, there you go. There's my great maths there. Uh, my conversion yeah. rate but this is $500 so for an extra $300 and 40 years late you get a <laughs> HDMI adapter oh hooray what the bastard do yeah and <laughs> well, that's not an improvement on anything the games will oh, still look 30 no, years old when I don't know if you've ever actually if you've hooked up an old um, anything circa probably PS2, anything before that, and you plug it into a HDTV, it looks fucking awful. It looks, like, worse than it did. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the TVs aren't made for it. No, they're not, but, and that's where, obviously, this comes in. It's not HD at all, but um, everything no, is... No, it's just the clearer play. And, it looks yeah. as good as it did when you originally played Super Yeah, Man. like a CRT. Yeah. yeah. Um, Which, again, I mean, it sort of appeals to the sort of the retro gamer, but... That means that it's just going to hike the price up for NES cartridges. Well, yeah, and they're already pretty steep, to be fair. Uh, yeah, I mean, most of them you get are obviously like secondhand, or you know, yeah. get from car boot sales from people just clearing out attics and stuff like that, and you you know get for like fifty p if you go to the right place and get a good bargain. But you go to a shop to buy an NES game, you're still looking at at least sort of ten fifteen quid for it. Well, when they came out, you, they were like sixty pounds. 
because cartridges are so much more. They cut. They cost so much more to produce. That's where the N64 failed. Um, yeah. They were told to go with the CD format, and they didn't listen. Um, and that, that's did. why. That's why uh, Pokemon Stadium was like sixty-five pounds. But uh, unless you got it with the N64, which is what I did. I had a special edition Pokemon Stadium Pokemon N64 with a Pikachu um, controller, which is yeah. awesome. See, I, I got the launch. Um, well, I actually didn't get the launch. I got it a couple of months after it came out, um, but I got the the Super Mario 64 bundle. And was oh, I yeah. fuck paying more? Well, not me, but um, I yeah, I didn't pay for it. <laughs> I, was, I wasn't being bought another N64 to get Pokemon Stadium for free when it would have been cheaper to just <laughs> Pokemon Stadium. And that's what yeah. I thought actually. The the main thing for this is obviously look, it it looks all right. I suppose it does look it does look. Good. Yeah, I mean they've just taken yeah. the the old classic design and just given it a bit of a polish. So yeah, I, I can't argue with how it looks at all. But you're essentially just getting you're just getting an an NES, um, and it does play uh, Famicom cartridges as well, which is the American, um, uh, the Japanese the Japanese one. Yeah, yeah. sorry. Um, and I think I think the cartridges are a little bit bigger, a little bit smaller. I don't know. That's probably why it's got two slots. Um, it was yeah, it's something to do with the. Um, the like because the, the American so. top loader could play them, but like the standard uh, sized NES wouldn't. I think that's okay. how it worked, something like that. Like the top loader one, where you put the cartridge in directly in the top instead of going through the flap, um, it could play both. I think that's how it worked. Oh, that makes sense, I suppose. But yeah, but I, they're basically just taking the old design and just made it compatible. Yeah, so it's fine. Oh, I can see yet another console that's going to outsell the Xbox One. Uh. As it's got uh, thousands of games already. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, the fact that it's already got a pre-established library, <laughs> that's fine. But sell it for 200. Not, then people will go, not yeah. 200. Not 200. For a brand I, new version. I guarantee. Yeah, so 150, 160 quid for something that's just... And you can go out and get an entire box full of games, like classic games that you, you know, nostalgia value for a couple of quid. That's that's fair enough to me because that means I don't have to go and buy a piece of shit console that won't work in two years time. What? But I guarantee if you buy this, right, and you hook it up to your to your nice TV and you you enjoy the games you bought, blah blah blah. I guarantee I could go and buy a CRTV, a um, a, 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 an actual NES console, and a couple of games for cheaper. Probably. <laughs> I guarantee it. Yeah, but the thing is that it wouldn't go very nice on your whole display bookcase thing, would it? The gigantic TV hanging off it. Well, no, I'd have it in a different room. Bollocks. I had a 32-inch, um, like, widescreen TV thing, right? And the back of it was as wide as the screen. Yeah. Like, outwards. <laughs> it was enormous, right? I mean, to the point of, like, the first place I lived in was, like, this like, little <laughs> shoebox place. It was hanging off the, uh, like, the sort of work surface that it was perched on. To the point where I thought, if I, you know, nudge this or something, it's just going to fall off and smash, and I'm never going to play guitar here again, and I'll have to hang myself. <laughs> That's just it wasn't that bothered if the TV broke. Honestly, it got me through that piece of shit that the house that did. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I can see the appeal of it. I think it's a good but, novelty item, but not worth more than next-gen consoles that are out at the moment. It just doesn't make sense. It's the, personally the people who this is 
who this is going to appeal to have already got a very, very vast collection of NES games and a, perf- a working uh, NES console. Yeah, or maybe they purchased a few, collectors. you know, that they just stopped working after a while. Yeah, but a lot of collectors don't even play them, they just box them. I know, but I can't stand that sort of stuff. If you're going to collect something, it's fine, but it, it, unless it's like a practical... If it's art, fair enough. Lock it away, never look at it. But if it's like something useful or practical or something you can actually use, like toys and stuff like that, I don't get collecting toys. It's like you buy a toy, you want to play with it. I can't, I can't really... Start I know you can't <laughs> weigh in on this at all because your bloody collections are insane. <laughs> but for me, I just don't see the appeal to it. I, there's no way I'd buy a console... To never play it, I, I just—it's like buying a brand new car or like a vintage car, never driving it, just nah. stick it in the garage and leave it. It's I, just sort of you, you define the point of why it's why it's good, why people want it. There, I think there is a there is a the, quite a definitive line with with consoles and stuff. I completely agree. Um, if you're gonna mm. buy a console, you're gonna buy I've hundreds and thousands of games, and you got you need to play them. That's what they're designed for. Um, toys. Now I'm older. Um, I will happily keep a toy in its box. Um, it's harder because obviously my son wants everything. Um, but yeah, but I mean, you're buying them now, though. You're not buying. Yeah, that's them that's what I mean. Six, they just go. No, no, no. I'm just going to keep this in the box. Yeah, because it's twenty years time. Oh, so like same with comics. Like all my comics, um, and my dad would say, "Like you want to keep, want to keep that in the in the wallet. It'll be worth some money." Out of. I'm like, "Fuck you! Yeah, I want to read it." <laughs> yeah. Take care of it. I mean, if you know, if you want to sell it on a late stage, it's up to you. But you know, if you take care of it and keep it in those nice little wallets and stuff, and don't let dickheads come around with greasy fingers, well, I mean, then all, all my you know, comics are in, uh, except my except my hardbacks. All my comics are in are in wallets, but they've all been read. Um, I've got yeah. uh, the very first appearance of Spider Man, um, and it's worth. I think it's. I think the last one was sold. For like two hundred thousand dollars or something, but mine is a reprint, so it's worth like twenty quid. But <laughs> <laughs> but it's just it, I, I just thought it was quite as I, I bidded for it, I got it um, on the cheap. But um, if that if that was the actual mint condition first edition, then would I foot read it? And I'd say, so, but the, the, the sort of the hardcore collectors, the, the ones who really know what they're doing, they'll buy two. Yeah, yeah, they'll have one to use, one to read through. And then they'll have one which will never see the light of day. Yeah, and that's how. And that's how that I I can even understand that if you have got the money for it, fill your boots. Mm. But yeah, for, for consoles, I yeah, I mean, if you buy Mega Drive now, you're gonna play it. You're gonna play Road Rash. You're gonna play Golden Axe and all well, that sort can, of stuff because that's the point of it. You can go into like, um, oh, well, I don't know if you can. I'm pretty sure it's closed down. But you can go to HMV. Um, yeah, they, good luck with that. Um, they had these. When there was when it was open, then they had these handheld Mega Drives. Um, the, oh yeah, yeah. You could play, but you could also plug it into the TV and play it on the TV as yeah. well. And they were like twenty five quid, and it had like I don't know, like thirty games in, like pre installed on it. Bargain. So like, I'd, I'd, I'd buy that over over a five hundred dollar. Definitely, yeah. But you know they'll make it. People will buy it. They'll well, keep I, it. I also bought. Yeah, so what do I know? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I good love point. my Peter. Anyway, um, I hear you like Halo, Dan. No. Oh. Well, 
No, I know. I just had nothing to link into the next news bit. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the eagle eye. I silk that. No, yeah, it's so smooth. <laughs> The eagerly anticipated Microsoft live-action Halo TV series. Do you remember that, Dan? When they demo- Yeah, anyway, Gotham, that looks more interesting. Why'd you ruin every link? That was literally the next thing I was going to say. Oh, right. <laughs> Basically, the big fucking Halo live-action TV series that was demoed yeah. um, when they unveiled the Xbox One. Look at all the non-game shit that it can do. We've got a Halo TV series. Fucking brilliant. Um, now, uh, according to a report from Variety, um, the live-action Halo TV series will actually debut first on Showtime. <laughs> Not <Hey>. Xbox One. <laughs> so you'll still be able to watch it on your TV license through your Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> and then it will launch on the Xbox, which you... Hey. Through your TV. <laughs> yeah, they should have just left it forward into dawn. It was, it was, it was a good enough web series. That that's that's how it should have stayed. Web series I, are fine. Like the Mortal Kombat thing, that needs a TV show. That needs a film. Mortal Kombat Legacy was brilliant, brilliantly done. Just short little episodes, punchy, interesting, good character development. That's all Plus, it needs to be. It got much better as it went along. The first, the first few, especially series one, the first few were so cheesy. It was unbelievable. <laughs> but it, it, it yeah. held in and it, it, it held its own. However, yeah. as, as Dan is already ruined, uh, new trailer for the, uh, DC series, Gotham, which will be launched on Fox, uh, I think this year. I'm not 100% sure. Um, in America, yeah. Yeah. So probably next year for us bastards. But, um, yeah, it basically follows Young um, Ryan from the OC. I mean, Commissioner Gordon. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, Benjamin McKenzie is playing young Commissioner Gordon, set in Gotham City a long time before Batman. Um, there is a young Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle, Penguin, Riddler, um, and I imagine, uh, Poison Ivy, um, yep. and I imagine a whole host of other evil bastards. But it, it's it's all focused on Gordon. Um, how he plans to clean up Gotham before the Cape Crusader pops his little head into it. Yeah. I think it looks alright though. I do think it, it looks alright. I think it's going to be better than Shield. Now I know no, you. I know yeah. you like Shield, but I, I Shield's alright, but only as a filler, a very very loose filler between sort of like superhero films. No, that's too good. Yeah. It's just like that's like Wilkinson's own like <laughs> that's it's sort of like a no frills filler. That's what it is. No frills. Ah, oh. remember them? Yeah. Oh, the ready sold. So nice. Black and white packets. It, it yeah, was, yeah. It wasn't even black and white. It was just crisps stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> it was like it was like for anyone who doesn't remember, it's like the uh, the Dharma Project food supplies in Lost. <laughs> that everything's just called like marshmallows, chocolate. It's just all sort of like unbranded. There's nothing special about it. It's just it is. It's Ron Seal. It's what it is. It's exactly what it says on the. Well, they have, they haven't got a no frills version of Ron Seal, unless it was just like honey or something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, that's 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 all that was. Um, but um, I mean, DC's already got Arrow though. I don't I don't get it because like Arrow's doing incredibly well. 
and it's a oh. really good show. Uh, I'm not 100 percent sure on the on the ins and outs because obviously Warner Brothers is is Arrow, and I don't know if Warner Brothers has done Gotham. Um, I didn't see the name, but that's I also wasn't looking particularly. So no, I, I, I just wanted to have a look what it was like. To be honest, I didn't even think. Yeah, yeah. Probably should have researched this a little bit more. Um, um, it's it's still only early sort of trailers and stuff like that anyway. So as I've said, I mean, I, I actually brought this up. Uh, on, a, on quite an old podcast, um, to be honest, um, about the, the rumor that this was happening, um, and I said it then and I say it now. I still find it weird that Batman is Commissioner Gordon. What? That's exactly the, what you said last time. <laughs> <laughs> in you've lost me there. In the animated film Year One, right? Batman, year One. Ben McKenzie voices Batman. Oh right, okay. And yeah. now he's Commissioner Gordon. Right, yeah, he's playing. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Uh, yeah, oh, it's like it's like we went back in time. <laughs> Sorry, my memory's awful. <laughs> uh, but that, that's that's about it, really. However, on personal news, uh, I have single-handedly upped Nintendo sales by thirty thousand percent. How on earth have you managed to do that? Well, I haven't. That's quite an exaggeration. Oh. But I have talked two people into buying a Wii U. Hooray! Yes! Success! And yeah. I've also helped Sony sell a play, uh, another Vita, so... It's it's, it's, only, it's um, only going up, Dan. <laughs> I assume the certificate will come through the post for you. You can hang it on your wall proudly. Callum Povey, Sony sales rep of the year. Well... One Vita sold. That's more than they pulled off. One, v- one Vita, two we use. Um... <laughs> Uh, I think as a oh a PS I converted someone from an Xbox to a, a PS4, not yep. converted them into a PS4. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a, that's Jesus level miracle. That that actually uh, provides me with a, a silky smooth link uh, straight into Spider-Man. Yes, Amazing Spider-Man Two. I had a bit of a blowout this weekend and uh, did a whole catch-up um, with. Basically, all the, uh, the the current superhero films that are out, as well as Thor: The Dark World, which mm-hmm. is out on DVD, I believe. Um, Amazing Spider-Man Two out now in the cinemas. If you haven't been to see it, yeah, I do. I know you have. I mean, oh yeah, yeah. I meant the viewers, the listeners. They can't see what? us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> um, I don't quite know how to word it just yet. It's basically the, the way I can think of it is it's it's a film and a quarter. So the film is um, Chuck, uh, fucking Chucky, I keep calling them Chucky, Electro, Electro. Spider Man. The whole build up for that and their sort of big fight and blowout and all of that is excellent. And then there's a quarter of a film, which is Harry Osborne as the Green Goblin and Rhino, who's in the last like three minutes of the film. So. Remember what I said when we did kind of like a podcast it was a while ago about sort of Spider-Man 2, uh, yeah. The Amazing Spider-Man 2, just saying that, that 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 was too many bad guys to have in one film. It just it, it, it would, the screen time just wouldn't make any sense, right? Well, they managed to solve that in the worst way possible <laughs> by basically having Rhino at the end of the film just about to start fighting with Spider-Man and then it ends. So, number three is obviously going to be a direct pickup from that. Right, it's Sinister Six, isn't it? It is, yeah. So, I think that that 
should have been like the end of credits teaser for Spider-Man. The yeah, Spider-Man 2. don't actually have it on the film. Have it at the end of the like, exactly. The I, that would be a good tease because then you're like, holy shit! There's you know the rest of the suits and all that sort of stuff. Instead, what you get as an end of credits teaser is a trailer for Days of Future Past, which is out in about three weeks. Yes. Speaking of which, um, certain cinemas, my friend told me today, uh, you know, yesterday, sorry, um, certain cinemas are doing a um, kind of, oh, I don't know how to word it, but do you remember when Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings, they did, like, all the films in one big fat go? Yeah, yeah, and then they sort of break it up and release them at different times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, well, you can go in certain cinemas, you can go and see um, Days Future Past. But before that, you can watch X-Men First Class, and then you have a little interval, and then you go back and you watch um, Days of Future Past. And it only costs £10. Bloody hell, that's not bad. That's not bad at all. I'm not going I'll myself. Have to, <laughs> I'll have to have a look into that. Yeah. Because that, I'm yeah. super excited. And obviously that the end credit scene is obviously unseen footage. That, yeah. You know, it hasn't been any trailers and stuff. And it just it does nothing but reiterate how good it looks. And it looks, it still looks like an amazing film, but it's still a Marvel film at the end of the day. And no end of credits teaser is kind of a kick in the balls. You're just sort of like, oh, okay. I mean, there is another sort of like pre one, you know, like they've got them separated out into two. Yeah, yeah. Um, like the first one is actually for, the, I assume, for the next one, you know. Um, but then the last one is this this sort of X Men trailer, which is a bit of a, a bit of a shit, really. Especially if you have to sit through the whole credits just to watch a trailer for another film. Um, so yeah, that was that was that one. Then I watched um, Captain America Two: Winter Soldier. Brilliant film, absolutely brilliant. So um, so much better than the first one. I was gonna say you didn't really like the first one either. Not particularly. No, See, I, mean, I, I was, quite was, enjoyed the first one. It was good, but. I don't know, it's just sort of, it was a bit kind of wishy-washy. I, don't, I can't quite explain it, what but it didn't, it didn't quite, <laughs> it didn't quite grab me as, as an interesting film. You know, like Iron Man, like the first Iron Man was a brilliant film and you got engaged and you liked the character. With that, you just sort of like, you was like, oh, yeah, now he's big and, yeah. But this one, it was just, it was so, that's, that's what I felt <laughs> That's the it. worst wrap-up of Captain America. Yeah, <laughs> 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 oh, he's big. <laughs> now he's yeah, big. he used to be small. Now he's big. He's, he was a little guy. Now he's a big guy. Brilliant. It's but it's not as entertaining as the Hulk. Yeah. But um, completely different characters. <laughs> he went from little to big. It's basically the same thing. Special drugs is all Bruce bloody Banner science. Was, Bruce Banner was bigger. Than... <laughs> Have he you seen? A child. Have you seen him without his shirt on? Man, he's ripped. He's 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 a big guy. Yeah, so I'm saying Bruce, anyway. Bruce Banner is bigger than Captain America, or like um, Steve Rogers. What the little guy? Yeah, not not. Yeah, in not, proportion not, though. Not, not if you shrink down, America. Oh right. Oh right. Okay. Well, I mean, yeah. No, that still works though. Like Bruce Banner to the Hulk. If you just sort of scaled Hulk down a little bit, that that kind of works. <laughs> it works. Trust me. But anyway. yeah, Captain America two. Yes. Excellent film. Definitely recommend people go and see that. Um, again, like I, I wasn't particularly a big fan of this one, but because I was in a sort of a marvelly mood, I went and saw it at the same time, and it genuinely surprised me as to how good it was. Um, there was even um, a little 
I, again, I don't know if it's just one of those sort of like Marvel nods to say, yeah, you know, there's other people about, don't worry about them. Um, there was actually a mention of Stephen Strange, as mm. in Doctor Strange. Yes. So, possibly, hmm, maybe, hmm, possibly, something may come of that. I doubt it, because he's a very sort of unheard of, especially in the mainstream, you know, people who go and see these sort of films. Well, yeah, they won't have well, any idea as to who he is. Well, pre-Captain America, other than people that actually like into comics and stuff, um, do, you, do you think people would have known who Red School was? That's a good point. That is a good point. So it is these kind of... It is these films taking the gamble as to whether, mm. say, you know, will people even care enough if they don't know who they are? Exactly. Um, but, I mean, this is just... It was just a name drop. That's all it was. So I don't think anything will come of it, but I'd like to see more progression of kind uh, along the... You know, they've, they've done a lot of the big sort of hitters now, and I would like to see them sort of go into the more sort of, like... Unknown, kind of like the Guardians of the Galaxy thing. No one knew who yeah. no one knew who they yeah. were until the, the trailer came out, and they were like, "Oh my god, this looks brilliant!" Um, so hopefully that they keep making these sort of like little pokes towards things, and you know that they do sort of develop them into maybe not even like a full film, but just like yeah. a side character or something like that. I'd like to see that, especially with Doctor Strange, it's called. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, I mean it's like it's more sort of DC. I'd say most of the time it's this more sort of like magic orientated. But he's this kind of like, you know, this genuine magic guy, and oh, he's just cool. I like him. Especially the Saturn. He's an interesting character. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would like to see him, but I don't think it would progress any more than just a name drop at the moment. Um, and then. Um, but then I watched um, Thor 2 uh, Dark World. Um, not as good a film as. Um, Captain America in the Winter Soldier. Oh, I thought you said it's not as good as the first one, and I was about to kick you in the tits. No, no, no. It is, but on the same on the same level though, it is so much better than the first one. It's it's a brilliant film. Mm. Um, in the in the way that I didn't like the first one because it was just too love story, and it was just yeah, it was just it was just oh, a big robot. It was brilliant. The the opening for the original for the first Thor film was really good. That mm, first the, scene. Yeah, yeah. And then it just goes downhill. It does. But in this one, it, that doesn't play into it. So it's, it's plus Christopher Eccleston is it as uh, Malekith, and he does a brilliant job. Mm. Um, but it's set in London um, for the most part. So it, it's quite nice to see um, you know some sort of like London places get blown up, especially living in Manchester. We all hate bloody. Stuff. Does he put I, on a, does he put on like a Cockney accent at any point? No, he's got a Union Jack flag on though, on like on his, you know, his cape. It's a, it's a oh. big Union Jack. Fucking mine. <laughs> no, 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 he doesn't. Oh. <laughs> but it's 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 really well shot though. I Excellent. after the massive disappointment of the first one, um, I sent my friend Dave to go and see it when it came out. Um, I didn't send him. <laughs> no, <I'm... laughs> to the cinemas now. <laughs> Uh, basically, all his job. I mean, he, he is into into comics and Marvel and DC films and stuff. Um, and basically, just said to him, if it's good, then I'll go and see it. If it's not, then I won't. And he literally come back and went, nah. so I just said, fuck it. I'm not wasting my time. It's on yeah. Sky. It's on Sky at the moment though, so I might I might watch it if I get bored. If I get bored yeah. of watching Breaking Bad because I nearly finished it, then. You know, I might have to watch it, but yeah. Um, other than that, though, I watched uh, Captain Phillips with Tom Hanks. I not people that. have been raving about that for ages. 
And then my housemate just sort of went, oh, you know, people have been going on about this, do you want to watch it? And I went, yeah, right. One of the best films I've ever watched. Absolutely brilliant, intense film. Absolutely amazing. Would definitely recommend anyone to go out and watch that. Excellent film. At any point, does Tom Hanks put on a Cockney accent? He does not. Oh, then, fuck it. But, you know, there's there's, there's drama, there's boats. Boats? <laughs> there's more than one boat. Extra extra bonus boats. Bonus boats. That's not a sell for a film. They don't see like a post. Like boats, it is. <laughs> Coming this summer. Boats. <laughs> Wasn't that just the premise of Battleships? It's just... Coming with what? Rihanna. It's yeah. Rihanna on a boat with aliens. And it drowns. Yes. <laughs> anyway, speaking of uh, superhero films, guess what news we have, Dan? Uh, is Batman it Superman vs. Batman? Superman. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what a surprise. The always golden ticket for news of some incredible farce that has happened with the new Batman vs. Superman film, as it's now called instead of Man of Steel 2. They just sort of gave up on that. Well, they actually, um, during a Q&A, um, it was actually slipped that they, um, oh, it was it was on Twitter, um, I can't remember who it was now, but one of the like, one of the main people involved with making the film actually referred to it as Batman vs. Superman. Yeah, so it's what? not even like Project Man of Steel 2 or something like that, it's just they went, fuck it, everyone knows what it's going to be about. But they might... How long before they go, right, it's not Man of Steel 2 anymore, it's not going to be Batman vs Superman anymore, now it's Justice League 1? That's what it is, because, I mean, this, this is brand new news, this, this, this news came out last week, but we, we hadn't done a podcast, um, but uh, Cyborg is in it now, so... You see what I mean? Uh, it's not even funny anymore, it's not even funny, what's the point? Why Cyborg? Why on earth would they put Cyborg in there? Especially considering Cyborg is, is more linked to the Teen Titans than... The, than, than the Avengers than the Justice League true but the, the, the actual build up assuming that he's not already just cyborg in it if there's going to be a backstory to it that's a film in itself yeah cyborg's I, got an excellent backstory you can't just go oh we just had an accident in a robot machine and now I all do, of a sudden whoop. I do think cyborg will be I don't think it'll be for the whole I think it'll just like like the end like kind of like Rhino I, I, I mean I, I, when we spoke about this last week uh, I think there's going to be some accident. Something's going to happen at Star Labs, and um, the, the very last scene or the like mid-credits teaser is going. It's going to be like Cyborg waking up as Cyborg. Yeah. Do you see though that that doesn't work as a teaser for me? I don't think that. Like I don't see that, and think that's acceptable. I feel cheapened by that. I watch those three minutes and go, oh my god, after all this, now Rhino's going to come, fuck me. And then he goes, bang, and I'm just like, why? Especially I don't feel teased from it, I just feel robbed. The thing is, though, they shouldn't have shown it in the, if that's, because it was basically a tease, whether it was at the very end of the film, whether it was through the trailer, uh, through the credits, or, or at the end of the credits, it was still a teaser because nothing happened. They should not have shown him in the trailer. But the thing is, though, there's no point at no point in that film was it explained as to how the hell that even happened. Mm. The guy who plays... I, I can't remember what the actual guy who Rhino is. Like, I can't remember what his actual name is. It's, it's uh, some Russian chap. No, no he's he not Russian. No, no, in this he's got this Russian oh, name. Oh, right. Um, but basically, he's at the start of the film 
and he's like in a robbery or whatever. Um, Spider-Man catches him, as Spider-Man does. And then at the end of the film, he's released from prison and he's in this giant rhino outfit. <laughs> and there's no explanation as to A, how he got out of prison, B, what the suit was even doing in the first place. Like, the Goblin suit was kind of explained away to say, oh, it's like this military prototype suit, blah, blah, blah. And he sort of go, yeah, we'll just wash over that. But there's no explanation as to how the Rhino suit even existed yeah, in the first place. This is, this is an interesting thing that, that you said uh, when, when we were talking about, when uh, we were flicking through the TV channels and the, the first Spider-Man film was on. Um, yeah. And you, you, you brought up a good point where all these people... Uh, Oscorp have seen have seen the goblin suit, have seen the glider, seen all this yeah. shit. And then and no one went, wait a minute, I built that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Norman Osborne's gone missing, and so is the glider and the suit that we built. But no one puts two and two together. <laughs> Do you know what? The only film that I've seen, uh, comic book wise anyway, the only comic book film I've seen that has that explains away why no one else knows what's going on is Watchmen. That I can think of the top of my head. <laughs> no, no, no. But there was a science team there that helped him build these like um, like energy bomb things. They didn't know it was bombs, obviously. No. But um, th- there was this special team of like these really smart scientists, and he kills them. He poisons them and kills them, so no one else knows. And then only him, and then the Watchmen know. And then obviously Doctor Manhattan goes, "Well, yeah, it's probably for the best." Kills Rorschach so he doesn't tell anyone. And that's it. No one knows, which means no one can explain it away. But in all these other ones, they're just like, how does no one just tweet just saying, I just saw that guy in that goblin thing. I, I'm fairly sure I drew up the designs for that. That's a little bit weird. Maybe look into it at Oscorp. Same as, um, to a lesser degree, Kick-Ass. Um, he, he, like, he orders the, like, the latex suit online. And all it's just that's exactly online. how it looked. Uh, yeah, yeah. And then it wasn't like by or oh, by like Batman, um, where they run about by ordering the parts and stuff. And then Alfred's lab will will order it from different. We'll order bits and pieces from different suppliers, so as not to cause suspicion. That Kickass just buys it, and then yeah, it's just the police one are actually looking for hero. it. So, right. <laughs> We know roughly whereabouts he is, where he's operating. How many of these exact outfits have been ordered here? 20. Right, interview all 20 of them. Exactly. It's not rocket science, is it? The likelihood of somebody buying the same suit is really unlikely. Well, it's just like a, it was a diving suit, wasn't it? It's like a wetsuit or yeah, something like that. But it's it's still it's it's this again this sort of niggly thing that I've got in my head with this sort of like real life thing where people just don't really do that. Where something in a like you say, like in the building, like the Oscar building, it's huge. Thousands of people that work there. No one clocked it. No <laughs> one. And also, another thing that's just popped into my head that I remind me from that thing. Like, Harry Osborne in this has just got this weird disease that turns him into the, the goblin. No explanation for that. It, it, then he injects himself with his spider venom that turns him into the goblin, for whatever reason. And then, when he's there on the glider, no explanation as to how he knows how to use any of this stuff, by the way. He's got pumpkin bombs. Never even shown before. It's um because it's based on Ultimate Spider-Man. Like the goblin, the Goblin in Ultimate Spider-Man is um he has got it. It, it is actually um, Norman, not Harry. But he gets 
It's base. It is basically like a toxin, and it actually physically yeah. turns him into a big hulking goblin, like a ma- yeah, like, that's like yeah, probably that's on exactly par with what Venom. This is. But the thing is, though, if you know that, I mean, I didn't. Fair enough. But if you know that, that would make sense. If you didn't know that, none of it made sense. I I don't. I, they should have left Goblin out of it. Full stop. Goblin's been done. And well. I don't um, think yeah. you beat Willem Dafoe. He's crazy eyes. It's just that bit just... when he jumps out after, <clears throat> after he's be- like just become thingy, uh, Goblin, and then he jumps out and he's just... <sighs> so, oh, yeah. No. <laughs> no, that sold it for me. I was just like, oh, yeah, that'll do. Uh, awful, awful. But I will say one good thing about it is the way that Gwen Stacy dies. I won't spoil it. It's excellent. Absolutely. That means Emma Stone's gone. Well, that's a given. I still but... think they should just dye her hair red. <laughs> and <laughs> no, and put a moustache on her. I've thought, I'm Mary Jane. Thought, no, I've thought this through, though. Right? She becomes, They have someone play Mary Jane, right? And this is basically assuming people know how Gwen Stacy dies. Um, I'm not going to spoil it, but you'll, you'll, you'll figure out what I mean. Um, they, they, for the next one, they have someone play Mary Jane. Um, and you, you see her and stuff. But where every time Peter sees her, he just sees Gwen with red hair. <laughs> because he, he's guilty. Yeah, that kind of work. And Emma Stone still gets some money, and we get to see Emma Stone some more. And, <laughs> it, and then eventually, it just fades out the other one, and we just keep... And, and eventually, she just marries you. Well, no, I won't go, I won't go that far. We're nice. both busy. <laughs> I've... <laughs> I've already got a son. She's, That's a good point, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't want to burden her with that. Uh, anyway, <laughs> we digress. Man of Steel 2, Batman vs. Superman slash Teen Titans slash Justice League. Yeah. Um, yeah. But according to Justin Kroll from Variety, um, an additional character is still yet to be uh, unveiled. <laughs> right, do you want to put money on that? I am going to say say I want to say Lobo, but uh, there's no way it's going to be Lobo. No way! Absolutely no way. I honestly think it's going to be The Rock. The Rock? Lobo. Oh right, I thought you meant just The Rock. <laughs> he, just, <laughs> he just starts doing the fucking elbow drop on You're still... Lex Luthor. You smell that? <laughs> <laughs> no. no, I don't think Lobo's just way too out of there. No, he never no, is. But I, after um, after the Martian Manhunter rumors were shut down, I can't think of anyone else the Rock can play other than Lobo. And I actually think he might make a good Lobo. Mm. Not, I mean, not but, but, Lobo. Not like how I see. I mean, I see Hugh Jackman is Wolverine. Um, yeah, that's the thing. I, it Rock would just be is it, it would just I, be the Rock as another character. Yeah, He'd still be wearing fucking nappies and the tooth fairy and all that sort of stuff. That'd <laughs> still be him, just wearing Lobo's makeup. Wasn't that? Oh no, no, yeah. Sorry, I was thinking of Vin Diesel. <laughs> oh, the pacifier. No. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Yeah, um, I don't know. I I can't place it. I mean, assuming it would be a Justice League character. The only other person that you could think of that would be easily to sort of excuse the pun wash away 
would be Aquaman. Aquaman. He just he would just be there and just like, oh hi, I'm Arthur. And so, that and then that would be it. You know? If it's New Fifty Two Aquaman, that'd be amazing. Explain. Well, New Fifty Two Aquaman, like it's just fucking kick ass. He oh. like there's like um, I can't remember the arc, but he basically basically batters Superman. Um, hmm. um, and that, that is in in keep other than obviously everyone makes jokes on Aquaman because of the um, stupid campy TV show from the 70s but um, he has actually got superhuman strength on par not not on par with Superman but he's stupidly strong um, yeah. and he's got all the fucking like water abilities and whatnot. but he's also got and this is actually kind of true sciencey wise in our brains, we have a little bit um, that from when we evolved from well from fish. Um, well, yeah, we've still retained that part in our brain. Doesn't do anything; it's just there. But Aquaman can access that part and make you have a seizure. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's good. But New Fifty Two Aquaman is basically DC have sat there and gone well. Everyone rips the shit out of Aquaman, so we're going to have to make, Let's make him good. fucking yeah. ass to fuck. And they haven't necessarily... They have they have added a few powers that he, he weren't really mentioned before, but a lot of the powers are what he did originally have, um, but everyone just kind of forgets and just makes fun out of him. But if they do like New 52 Aquaman... And there is actually a, there's a quite a cool comic somebody made, um, and it's someone's like, they're all taking... The piss out of Aquaman, like Superman, Batman, and all the Justice League. Um, and then he's like, oh, I'll show you. And then he fucks off. And then he basically floods the world. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's like, everyone obviously dies. And stuff. Yeah, that's a, that's a good way of doing it, yeah. Um, but I, I don't think it'll be Aquaman. I, I'll tell you who I don't think it'll be. I don't think it'll be Aquaman. I don't think it'll be Green Arrow. And I don't think it'll be Flash. No, it won't be Flash. What? Uh, Flash? The Flash. Not good. Flash is... Oh, right. No, I, I thought Flash was already in it. You sent me a picture the other day. Flash no, with the... That's the TV show. That's a spin-off of Arrow. Oh, fuck me. Oh. <laughs> I'm losing track of all this now. He's just getting beyond the joke. Apparently the Flash is meant to be in it, but I don't think he will. Right. Well, in that case, if, if he's not, then Marshall Manor, probably not. Because, again, that'll take too much explaining. Probably Robin, maybe Nightwing. Mmm, there's more Teen Titans. Well, assuming this is an established Batman character who's been doing it for years, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, there's bound to be a Robin. Mm. There, to a degree. Assuming, of course, this is a Justice League character, not just another villain. Yes, it could be. Because, I mean, you know, you can throw... you know who the villain is yet. Well, Lex, I assume. No, like, there's got to be an actual f- formidable foe. Lex Luthor can't be the main villain. Yeah, it's a good point, I suppose. I mean, if you've got that hey, would you need fucking Batman, catastrophe of a, a Batman, cast already. Superman, Wonder Woman, and Cyborg to take on Lex Luthor. Because he's not, no, even he's, he's like, he's not going to have his fucking suit or nothing. Well, you don't know. He wasn't, he wasn't put into the first one at all. You don't know whereabouts he is. The same with Batman. You don't know if he's just starting up, if he's no, six, he's, seven years into it. Well, I'm assuming he's going to be 
old, like not old, but because they they obviously haven't gone the Veteran. the they haven't gone the actual original story way because he's in his like late sixties. Oh yeah, he's like in his sixties. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but the fact that they've gone with Affleck, um, I'm going to assume he's at least been doing it for a, a fair few years. But that does lead the point. Where was he through the events of Man of Steel? Well, true, but that did all happen fairly quickly. That was on like a day. Yeah, they kind of just went, oh shit, we've only got 20 minutes of the film left. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just blow up Metropolis. Let's like have a fight scene. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't really do the Joker because the Joker was done so well. Um, it's not going to be the Joker. No, but... Um, I don't think... Bane, again, same story. I don't think it'll be a Batman villain. Well, then, the only other thing you really would need that much team-up would be someone like Doomsday. See, Doomsday... Or, was Ra- uh, Ra- Ra- Ghoul. Exactly. You know, someone again invincible. I, I, Doomsday is quite a, quite high on my list. Um, but that would again, if you got Doomsday, what would be the point of having Lex Luthor there? Exactly. Unless unless Lex is no. See, so it, it it gets too complicated, and the more people they add, the less time they're going to have to explain what the fuck's going on. Yeah. See the only thing that's been introduced as a bad guy that hasn't been explored yet is at the end of Green Lantern Sinestro puts on the, the fear ring. I never even got to the end of Green Lantern <laughs> Right, well the teaser at the end of Green Lantern is Sinestro gets the ring of fear, puts it on and becomes obviously the yellow Sinestro which could mean maybe, you know, a yellow Sinestro or Sinestro a Sinestro Corps like which I prefer to the Green Lantern Corps anyway, they look cool But They're not going to make which... another Green Lantern film <laughs> no, but the thing is, though, if Sinestro was in this, you'd have to have Green Lantern in it. They're the playoff. You know, you've got to have one, you've got to have the other. So I genuinely don't know. The the problem I've already seen, I've basically, I've, I've kind of just said it there, but like with the Avengers, you knew everything that would happen with Hulk, with Iron Man, with Captain America, with Thor, um, even, even Nick Fury and Black Widow. And all they had to explain... Was why they all had to be why they, had, why to they had to get together. That's all yeah. they had to explain. This they've got to explain why Batman's there, uh, why the fuck Wonder Woman's turned up, why Cyborg's fucking turned up, why Lex has decided to be a bastard. Um, who, if they have another character, why that character's come in? And yeah. you're talking seven hours. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's probably only going to be in two at the most. They're not going to compete with the Avengers. They can't. We, we say this, it might turn out to be fucking amazing. And like we've said before... The thing is, though, it, it, it can't. I just don't see how it can be. Because there will be so many unanswered questions. Unless the only way that they could do it, and it would be a good film is if they did absolutely no backstory and introduction. Everyone was everyone was Wonder Woman, and not everyone was Wonder Woman, but everyone was already established. So Wonder Woman was already Wonder Woman, she was already there. Hmm. Uh, Batman, already Batman, and he was already there doing his stuff. Cyborg was already Cyborg. They were already kind of part of Justice League, they all knew of each other, and then all of a sudden, film starts, and they start interacting. But there would be absolutely no backstory for it. If they did that, and just sort of go, fuck it, we don't need the other films. Everyone already knows who they are. I'm, I'm going to have to stop you right there. I've just thought... The Rock 
Black Adam. I like that. Yeah. I like that. But if you've got Black Adam, wouldn't you also need Shazam? Again, explaining it. Yeah, that's very true. But I like the thought of Black Adam being in it. It looks quite oh, like Deathstroke, just put Deathstroke in. Fuck it. Darkseed. Yeah. Ares. Yeah. Deathstroke won't be in it. Deathstroke won't be in it. Deathstroke's too cool. He's got Arrow now. That's what I mean. It's, it's too tied into Arrow. Which is love. I mean, they are actual man energy. But also, if they do bring Deathstroke into the film, that would could lead off to a Teen Titans film because obviously Deathstroke is the main protagonist for the Teen Titans. Yep. So... You might I don't know. see Nightwing. He, probably, so. It could just be, to be fair though, with how crazy everything's getting with it, they might just go, it's the Penguin. <laughs> and people go, alright. See, it wouldn't surprise me if they did do it like how, like, I think it was quite uh, quite clever and something I hadn't actually thought about until you mentioned it um, on, one, on one of the earlier podcasts, but who's to say that Wonder Woman will be Wonder Woman? She might just appear... Uh, yeah, she'd just be, oh, I, I'm Diana, I just put up with the government. Yeah, and then it's like, a, obviously she's there, and she is Wonder One, but she's kind of keeping low profile, maybe just act, observing um, Superman or something. Um, and Cyborg, again, like I say, he could he could just become Cyborg at the end. I haven't got, I've a got it. I've got it. Zara. Possibly. Lex Luthor makes Bizarro. Bang. Yeah. It's possible. Justice League needed to take him down. It's quite possible. But... That, I'm, I'm putting my money on that. I think Robin Nightwing probably more possible, but the one that would make the most sense, the most sense, would be Bizarro. Lex Luthor, still pissed with Superman for whatever reason, gets his DNA, makes Bizarro, everything goes wrong. And then just sleep after coming in to sort them out. That's my that's my prediction. That is, it does make sense. That's for me now. Cutting out all the backstories and just putting Bizarro in there would make this entire film now make sense. Everything else, it wouldn't need it. You, if you put Deathstroke in there, brilliant character, absolutely love Deathstroke, wouldn't need all the Justice League to take him out no. at all. Superman, bang, gone. Any, any of the other Batman characters, except for Doomsday, but Doomsday. It's more so. That again. He, he, he is, yeah, but then you wouldn't need Lex there because he's so powerful. He would wipe everything out. You, you just out, wouldn't need Lex there. That would just be more backstory to worry about. Taking out the likes of, I suppose to a degree, Bane um, and Solomon Grundy and stuff, all the Batman rogues Batman can take out yeah. without much house. I mean, he can take Bane out and he can take. Solomon Grundy out, but in a straight-up fight, they they will both kill him. <laughs> but Superman is flake dead. <laughs> yeah. Say goodbye, Dan. Bye. Bye. Oh, yes. Yes.